Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewell.com and check it out. Storytelling is a, is a major principle when it comes to creating content. What's that say? Because this is the, the hero's journey framework for telling yes. a story. The, the hero's journey, for people that don't know what the hero's journey is, essentially it's the fact that you as a company, is not you're not the hero, you're actually the guide and you are, the customer is the hero and you're basically calling them into action to then solve their problem. Welcome back to Pet Stop. Joining me in the garage today is Matthew Tozzi. Matthew is the founder of Godot Studios, a content creation studio that creates photos and videos for consumer brands. He's also started his own consumer brand in building Bartleby Coffee. Matthew, welcome to the Pit Stop Garage. Thank you for having me. Super excited. So we're going to do a few episodes here today all about the structure of storytelling and creating better content, which will ultimately end up converting your ads a little bit better. But if you you don't have the right ingredients, you're you're just going to be lighting your money on on fire. And I'm really excited because probably the one question I hear the most or question that uh, I get quite frequently is how do I take better product photos? And it's just something I struggled with. It's just it's hard to take good product photos. So I'm really excited to, to record these episodes and hopefully help everyone take a little bit better product photos going into the new year because with greater smartphone cameras comes greater uh, competition of what everyone's doing to, to get creative with it. So I'm going to turn it over to you and let's start riffing. Let's start jamming. Yeah, let's do it. So I think one of the big things is, you know, now everybody does have a camera so people can take good high quality photos. But really what I want to talk about is how can we make great photos for your brand. So it's not just about the quality. It's not just about, you know, the technology that you use. I use, you know, a very expensive camera, but the camera is not what makes the photos great for a brand. And that's really what I want to talk about because I think on the surface, people ask the question, how can I take better product uh, photos? But I think that's what really people are struggling with is not content creation, but really thinking about brand in general. And so I want to talk a little bit about brand and, and why I want to do that is because our content really does drive brand in the story. And so to have better product photos, you actually need to be able to tell a story better. So that's really what I want to talk about. And see, Donald Miller, Building a Brand, a Story Brand is a phenomenal book. But my thing with that is that a lot of people talk about it but I don't think enough people are using it. And what I mean by that is that storytelling is a, is a major principle when it comes to creating content. And I think a lot of people will think about it in terms of their one, uh, one video. What's that say? This was, uh, when I went through it, I, I bookmarked it because this is the, the hero's journey framework for telling yes. a story. So you haven't read the book, uh, I don't know. My, my goal is to read a lot of library books this year and buy less, but go <laughs> check out that, that page alone is worth it for, for the book. 
Yeah, but the story, the the hero's journey, for people that don't know what the hero's journey is, essentially it's the fact that you as a company is not, you're not the hero, you're actually the guide and you are, the customer is the hero and you're basically calling them into action to then solve their problem. But ultimately, I think too, a, a part of this is the fact that your product should be solving a solution for uh, for a customer. And you should be creating content or as you're talking about things, you're talking about how you are making their life a better, uh, better life or whatever the product is. And I think taking better product photography is not just about how having a high quality camera. It's about how can we tell a story that's going to actually resonate with the viewer, the person that's actually looking at this, are they going to connect with this and say, wow, I, this is going to make me take action. And so I think what's happening now is when I, when I, I earlier just said, like, we, I think a lot of brands are not having content creation problems or having brand problems is because I don't think that enough brands are thinking about their content holistically. And what I mean by holistically, I mean in every single channel. So what's happening in, uh, in, in organic needs to be connected with what's happening on a billboard, what's happening on Facebook ads, everything needs to be cohesive. And that's really, I think what people are missing is the intention behind each image and each video. And that's something that is, I think, super important for, for brands to think about when they want to improve their product photography. They need to really think about why are they creating this and what are they trying to communicate to customers? Mm-hmm. So what's an example of, of what that would be? I know that we, we do a lot of consumer goods. So let's use, let's say, a ramen or like a, a you know, you buy a pack for like 20 bucks for your, your DTC site. What would that be in terms of what that looks like? Yeah. So let's say we have a high end ramen, uh, brand, uh, shout out Dave Chang. If you're listening, listening, love your Momofuku, uh, home ramen. There you go. So this is a, a great example, right? Because a lot of direct to consumer brands, uh, they're introducing, let's say, or like on the CPG world, they're introducing foods that might be on the higher end of, of, you know, the price, but they're usually going against legacy brands because there might be some health implication to it or better ingredients, or there's some story behind why this didn't exist in the market, but we have created this product that will exist there. And it might be a commodity and it might be nice to have, but really the thing to think about is we got to break down why would somebody buy this product in the first place? So before you're even thinking about, okay, we need UGC. That's, that's great. But why are somebody, why is somebody buying your product? And you might list out, well, you know, it's got cleaner ingredients or whatever the ingredients are to that ramen or whatever the problem they're solving. Maybe there's just not like really great ramen that's instant or whatever, whatever those problems that they're solving, that's what we want to understand. Then from there, we take those problems that this product is solving and we start to ask ourselves, who's the ideal customer and why are they buying this? And what is the words? What are the, what's the imagery? What are, what's the story that's going to connect with people? Because ultimately the photos and videos that you are producing, it needs to capture that person's attention and then convert that attention into a sale. And really it's going to come down to story. And I think you got to hook them with a problem 
that people have because that's going to call people because people are like, man, yeah, I'm really looking. I would love to have great ramen. I don't want to go out to a ramen place or maybe there's no ramen, you know, restaurant, but I also don't want to have instant ramen. So how can I get the best of both worlds? They see this ad and they say, wow, okay, I have that problem. Let me learn more about this. And then they want to learn in, and, and buy more. Or maybe it's, oh, wow, all ramen has these bad ingredients yeah, I, I really love ramen, but I, you know, I can't, I can't have it because, you know, I'm allergic to this or whatever the ingredients are. Well, yeah, don't great worry. example is the Doritos ketchup chips are actually lactose free and there's a lot of lactose in, in chips. So you think, oh, whatever, you just can't eat milk or dairy. Yes. Potato chips are fine, but then it's in a lot of other things. Yep. So it's just something like that that can really say you, you put the picture of that product beside your, your oatly oat milk and mm-hmm. other things that say this is what a non-dairy consumer's pantry would look like. Yes. And and that's what is, again, is the product photo, is it because the quality is like a certain point, like that doesn't really matter. What really matters is the message. And so I think what happens is there's a disconnect between messaging and thinking about what's the brand story overall to, oh, I just need UGC or, oh, I just need better photos. Like, yes, you you probably do, but what's going to make them better is when everything is cohesive from, again, what I said, billboards to ads to organic, it all needs to be saying the same thing. So really what it comes down to is we got to test the message. We got to test what's the story. And it could take time to develop that. It doesn't happen overnight, but you really got to look at what are the converting factors? Why are customers buying? Talk to your customers you know, ask them, why did they buy? Or even ask customers, what about this ad made you think that like, this would be a great product for you. And when they get, when you get those answers, start doubling down on testing creative that uses that messaging or test those words or test that imagery or style or format. So there's a lot that you can do with testing, but really you got to think about message before you think about quality of photo and things like that. Mm Mm-hmm. So I know that you have a Twitter thread that you mentioned this on, but well, I'm sure people will come across that. I'll put that in the uh, description below, but what else should we, we touch on? Cause you really do a nice job of, of doing sort of a five point uh, walkthrough. And we've been a, a little bit all over the place with me grabbing books and making ramen. So I appreciate you uh, thinking, thinking on your feet and keeping, keeping it interesting. I mean, that is what, what the podcast is and, and talking, talking shop. But the w- point that I'm looking at here is, uh, making decisions based on brand and that creative is not a line item. What does this mean? And can you give me maybe an example of a bad, a time where someone is looking at creative as a line item and what they should be looking at as based on brand? Yes. So when I meant by it's not a line item is because I think a lot of times and owning an agency that's doing creative work, I think a lot of times people are comparing getting photos and videos for their brand based on price alone, which is fine. Like you need to like make business decisions. And so I totally understand that. But a lot of times what happens is that people think, oh, well, I can get this for a hundred bucks or, oh, I can, you know, why would I spend a thousand when I can do this for 50? And obviously mm-hmm. there's a lot that I could go into, but really when I, when I talk about making a decision based on brand is that think about where this video and how this video builds the brand story a year from now does it so maybe you get a cheaper video but are you gonna build a brand based on a 50 dollar video maybe but i think over time it's it's not it's more than just 
thinking about ad spend or thinking about, oh, we need to like stay on budget. And, and you have to, you know, you have to work within your budget. So don't be reckless. But I do think that not enough people are looking at photos and videos holistically. They're not thinking about, wow, what does this communicate? The kind of the intangible, right? Because at the end of the day, photos and videos, it's still art. It's still the thing that connects us emotionally. It's Sometimes it's not as trackable, but that's okay, right? Because when you look at some of the best brands, Nike, you're not thinking about product features. You're thinking about the emotional stories that they tell. So look at those top brands. And of course, you don't have a million dollars to make a commercial. That's totally fine. But look at the plays that they're doing. They're winning. They are able to, there's a reason why people spend a ton of money on sneakers is because they've been able to tell a story that's greater than just a simple UGC video. And so I think a lot of times when people are thinking about getting content for their brand, don't just think, hmm, how can I get a better converting ratio on my ad spend? But think about how am I building a brand that's going to last on the long term? What are the things that I want people to understand about us long term? And how does the content that we're purchasing right now actually build towards that versus just being like, how can we get more money, a better ROAS or better click through rate? That's important and you should think about it, but you should also think about, take a step back and say, okay, 30,000 feet above, what does this look like? How does this actually help tell my story as a brand? And is that, is that where I want to go in, in, in 10 years from now as a brand? And so just thinking about that, I think is, is super important as you go about purchasing you know, services for photos and videos and finding the right person for that. Yeah, I would say that the, the click-through rate and the ROAS is, is table stakes. Once you hit that benchmark, you're there. You don't need to keep keep honing in on it, but how can you improve elsewhere? And the analogy that I always like is what's that aftertaste that your customers are remembering? Is it something really spicy? Is it something sweet? What are you, what are you giving them to take away with them with that, that last bite, which might only be a quick little scroll. You know, Matthew, we're going to wrap it up here because pit stop is fast. It's a formula one race, not a Lamaze 24 hour marathon. It's in and out one and done. We're going to be back for a couple more episodes, but if people don't want to subscribe to pit stop, wherever they listen, where can they find you? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Matthew Gatozzi. Um, follow Gato Studios also on Twitter. We have a podcast, How to Market Your D2C Brand. So we interview lots of different people in this industry to also help you with marketing and, and thinking about your brand overall. Awesome. Well, let's wrap it up there. We'll be back here. Make sure you're subscribed because we were talking about the 10 principles to level up your organic content. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.